6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. And I'm wondering how many passwords you have. Don't text those to me, though. <laughs> how many passwords do you have? And how do you keep track of them? We've talked about passwords a lot on this show over the past number of years. Um, but here's the thing. You might not need to have passwords in the future. What? Yeah, the FIDO Alliance, an association that works on secure authentication, uh, has published a paper laying out the potential for adopting uh, passwordless features. So how would it work and how soon could it happen? I'm thrilled to have tech journalist and analyst Carmi Levy, also the proud dog papa of a schnauzer i think named callie join us today to give us the brief give us the, the lowdown on it all hey carmy hey Jalen. yes he's enjoying national puppy day sleeping on the couch barking at the squirrels as they run past in the yard so Usual pretty, thing. pretty much every day is national puppy day pretty much. Real. yeah, yeah. <laughs> carmy you're, you're how many passwords how many passwords do you have how many how do you keep track of them all I stopped counting after dozens, um, and, and I think I'm, I'm like everyone else. Think every device that you have, every app that you have, every service that you subscribe to uh, has a password. Every, every account that you have has one. Everything needs authentication, and many of us, you know, what we do is we, we use techniques that, that make us less secure because we want it to be convenient. Nobody wants to be locked out of their account. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot that password. So we use the same passwords for multiple systems. We make them easy. We name them after our pets or our significant others or something that we won't forget and of course that makes us easy marks we're trading convenience for security and unfortunately it means a lot of us are being compromised because of it so this uh, alliance fido alliance suggesting that uh, you know they're, they're they, they've cut this this paper that they put out suggesting that you know in the future this could happen we would be passwordless. explain to us in a very basic way how this would work carmy so, you know, if you've, if you've used the password manager uh, built into your iPhone or your Android device, or if you use an app like I do, LastPass or Dashlane or 1Password, basically you put your passwords into that app, and then that app signs you into all of your different things, which is great, and a lot of people use it. But the problem is it's not universal, and it only applies to the, the you know, the, a few, it doesn't apply to everything. It's not, these aren't universal solutions. And so what, what you know, a lot of people realize that, like, it's a different experience if you have an iPhone versus if you have an Android device versus if you have a Mac laptop or a, a Windows PC. So there's this organization called the Fido Alliance, which is composed of, it's got members, basically every major tech company, Apple, Google, hmm. Microsoft, Amazon, Meta, America, and, and Intel, as well as uh, banks, payment processors, you name it, the entire industry, they're all part of this. And they just published this this white paper that essentially lays down uh, sort of uh, the rules, the framework for moving past this. In other words, here's how we're going to work. It's going to work any device, any app, any service. And it doesn't matter what the technology is. Instead of having passwords, you'll have what's called a cryptographic cryptographic authentication, which will then be applied to every device that you use. And even if you, say, move from one phone to another, which many of us get new phones and mm-hmm. it's held to set up, we just sign in once. That central sort of tool or technology moves everything over securely, and we don't have to remember passwords anymore. And even better, 
we don't have to worry that someone is going to break in using our passwords. We have the convenience and we have the security, and it doesn't matter what we use. It's across the board. So the security um, is is top notch. Then you know, it, it, could you, could it still be compromised? Well, there's no such thing as perfect yeah. security. You know, we always think that, you know, for example, look at a house with a lot of locks on the door, a really sophisticated alarm system. If if a robber is, is, is really good at what they do and they're really determined to get into your house, let's face it, no matter how sophisticated our defense mechanisms are, they're going to get in. Um, the, the trick is to put enough security so that you deter the amateurs, that they go find an easier mark. And so it's not perfect. It's not 100%. And it isn't even built yet. This is just mm -hmm. the white paper that conceptualizes it. But when the technology that follows or is based on that white paper comes along, it will be a lot more secure than what we have now because right now it relies on human beings who are basically, and I admit because I'm one of them, we're basically lazy and we can't mm -hmm. be bothered to, to make our passwords solid. So we, we use lousy passwords. So if we move beyond that, will be more secure than we are now, even if it isn't 100% perfect. Well, and, and you touched on, I think, one of the biggest things right there, Carmi, is that, you know, people, humans, uh, we, we can we can be a little bit lazy. <laughs> we, we know what we like. This is the way that we've done it for so long. Change can be difficult, right? So getting people to buy into this, I mean, it's got to be easy, because if it's going to be difficult, people are going to say, uh-uh, not going to be bothered. I think that's what excites me most about this. It's going to be baked into all the technology that we buy. So because Apple and Google and Microsoft and Amazon and Meta and all the others have signed on to this, basically it will be built in. So we're not going to have to download an app. We're not going to have to dig into the settings. It'll just be on on everything that we use. And that to me is the ultimate technology. Don't don't make people work for it. Just bake it in and then it'll take care of itself. And that's that's the, the, the seismic change here is that the industry finally said, well, we've been trying to like come up with our own solutions up until now. We've been hoping that people would download the app and do the right thing, but they're humans. The squishy bits don't always do what we want them to do. <laughs> and so now we're finally, the industry is going, okay, we're going to take it out of the hands of the people. We're going to build it right into the technology, just make sure that it works. Uh, and it's like an airbag. You never have to think about it. You just know that it's there and the industry decides that that should be a safety standard. They're going to have this this passwordless standard as well, and you and I, we can ignore it, but it'll still be there. So, Carmi, it sounds like there's obviously a lot of pros to this. Can you see any cons besides us yeah. as humans being lazy and <laughs> not wanting it? Yeah, I, I think so. Anytime you introduce a, a new technology that's supposedly super secure, uh, everyone kind of thinks, well, well, now I can just ease off the mm. gas. You know, for example, when airbags were first introduced or ABS brakes, people thought, hey, I don't have to wear my seatbelts or I can tailgate people because the brakes will always save me. Well, what happened? You know, people were injured by airbags and there were more rear-end accidents because people were relying on the technology. So there's always that risk. And also there's the, the risk of time. This Right now, it's just a white paper. It's going to take years for the entire industry to kind of come up mm -hmm. with the solutions, test it all out, roll it out, make sure that everything works together. So this isn't a tomorrow thing. It's not even yeah. a next year thing. This is four or five plus years down the line when we're finally going to see this. And I think a lot of hackings are going to happen between now and then. You, you, taught, you touched a little bit earlier on getting a new phone and sometimes that can be a real pain to, to get everything transferred over. And mm -hmm. this could make it a lot easier. I wonder what it would be like, though, if you were going from, a let's say, an Apple product to an Android. I wonder how easy that would be. 
uh, and I think that's the promise here. And again, uh, there's no working technology. I haven't been able to demo it, but, but because both Apple and Google and pretty much everyone else has signed on to this, they're into it. They, exactly. They will ensure that no matter what you buy, what you move from or move to, that they will all speak to each other. It'll all be a common language, and it doesn't matter. It'll be as seamless if you go from Android to iPhone as if you go from Android to Android or iPhone to iPhone. All the same experience, which to me, again, take it out of the hands of the people, yeah. put it into the technology, and we don't have to worry about that it anymore. Sounds, it sounds pretty cool, Carmi. <laughs> sounds pretty cool and easy at this point, right? I mean, Yeah, you know. I, I like easy. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Now, it doesn't sound like developing it is, is, is as easy as we would hope, so we'll have to continue to watch and, and and see what happens here you know this this fido group um the fido alliance have they talked about potential timelines at all uh, they haven't uh, right now they've just had the white paper yeah. shared so but you'll see standards like this evolve it usually takes about half a decade from the time we sort of see it conceptualized to the time we start seeing the technology out in the wild so i would expect by i don't know maybe the middle of, of this decade middle of the last half of the 2020s we'll probably start seeing it it'll become increasingly commonplace think back a, a few years it took a while for usb to become standard mm -hmm. now everything has it and all of the technology standards that we now we now take for granted it usually took about five-ish years for them to see the light of day. I would expect this to follow that as well. All right, fantastic stuff. Carmi, thanks for this. Really appreciate being here, Jalen. Thank yeah. you. Take care. Carmi Levy joining us this afternoon, a tech journalist and analyst based in London, Ontario. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon saying, dream on, dream on. And then this one just said, um, <laughs> don't have any passwords, but I did put a Band-Aid over a flashing 12 on my VCR. <laughs> Been there, done that.